Hi there. This is Lauren Ball, Napa Valley's beloved on-air announcer. Uh, Judd's here, but who needs him when you got pipes like mine? Hey, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Judd. Ah, oh, well, go ahead. Today's show features Ian Stanley and China Rose Zamora of Napa Valley LGBTQ Pride, a couple of swell folks engaging our community. Before we start, I invite you to visit Judd at his family's winery, Judd's Hill. It's right on the south end of Silverado Trail here in the beautiful Napa Valley. Visiting information is at Judd'sHill.com. While online, see his quirky videos, get some fine recipes, and put some wine in your shopping cart. As a perk for being a listener, type in coupon code JNVS at checkout and get 15% off your entire wine order. Want a better deal? Join the Judd's Hill Wine Club. Jen will show you a good time for sure. And now, enjoy the show. Man, you are a pro. Thanks for that. Hey, no problem, Judd. Glad I could help out. Get ready for another heap full of fascinating things to know from witty and intriguing people on Judd's Napa Valley Show. No stale script and no rehearsing, live from a Napa studio. You may be that intriguing person on Judd's Napa Valley Show. On Judd's Napa Valley Show. Judd's Napa, Judd's Napa Valley, Judd's Napa Valley Show. Ladies and gentlemen, one of the greatest novelties. He's a fabulous boy prodigy, the most amazing of all lead chimp acts that ever come to show business. He said, as you recall, everybody remembers this one. Here's an act that'll scare the life out of you. From China. He's been in India. He's been all over the world. Just back from Wedderwood. The Jewish winemaker. The <laughs> Napa friend of mine. My handsome Jewish paisano. Today's greatest living American. Here's the fellow I invite to Hanukkah dinner. Judd Finkelstein. <laughs> <laughs> Lauren Mole, radio's only masked announcer. There he is. What an introduction, man. You threw me for a curve there. Welcome back, Judd. Well, thanks. For, I, 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 as far as I'm concerned, the show's over, man. How can we top that? Uh, nice to be here, sir. How are you today? I'm doing fine, Judd. How about you? I'm a little bowled over by that intro. Wow, you really threw me for a loop, and it takes something to do that to me. Okay, let me regroup, take a deep breath. Lauren Mole, what's happening? Well, uh, we're getting ready for the 4th of July parade for uh, the Terry Bradford Napa Valley Community Chorus. Ah, you guys are going to have a float again? We're going to have the float again. A big flat bed float? It is. Can you say that three times fast? Say what three times fast? Flat bed float. Flat bed float. On the 4th. <laughs> Go ahead, three times fast. Flat bed float on the 4th. Flat bed float on the fort. Flat bed float on the fort. And that's why you are the greatest radio announcer who has ever lived. Well done, sir. All right, this is very cool. The uh, the course, the community course, Terry Bradford and his gang, which you are a part of singing bass, right? Bass. Bass. Uh, get a flat bed. You go down the street on the 4th of July singing. You want to give us a little preview of what you're doing, or is it a surprise? Uh, it'll be a surprise. All right, last year I remember you did Happy. Because I'm happy. That's right. You always are happy. And the year before was, what did we catch you doing? Was it a show tune? Or uh, was it a... Let, let the River Run. 
Let the river run. That was very good. All right, so that's good. That's going to happen on July 4th here in the downtown Napa Parade. That's any right. productions coming up? Are you starring in any musicals? Not now. Are you singing in any stadiums? Well, we might be doing the Giants and the A's uh, later this year. Okay, you'll keep me up to date on that, right? Is this going to be a Star Spangled Banner? Is this going to be Take Me Out to the Ball Game? We just don't know yet. Kind of in Information between. is forthcoming. Kind of in between. <laughs> in between, take me out to the ball game, to the national anthem. Okay, well, we'll look forward to whatever it is. I plan on going to some A's and Giants games this summer, so if we can coordinate, I'd like to come to your game. Sure. Cool. That anything new with Everybody's a Star? Are you doing anything with them? Well, well, that that's the latest. That's the game. Okay, that's, that's what you'll the, be doing the with game. them. Okay. Okay, well, that's good. You're always busy. Always got something going on. Yep. Things at Rayleigh's going well. Things at Rayleigh's are going great. Okay. Offering courtesy Offering to your customers? Courtesy. Excellent. What are some highlights for you during the day? Well, I, I what haven't do you particularly been, like? Well, I just haven't been able to do the carts for a while, so just uh, just the, the, the bagging and, and the sweeping. Okay. I'm saying hi to people. and I do. Do you help folks out sometimes with the... Sometimes. Sometimes help them out with their What bags. goes around comes around. That's right. You put it out there, it will come right back to you. I totally right. agree with that. And you are a friendly and helpful fellow. I am. And I believe that people are friendly and helpful to you, it would seem. People have a, a very positive impression of Mr. Lauren Mole around this community, and, and it's, it's, there's good reason behind that. It is. So what, what's been going on with you, Judd? How was Meadowood? Oh, you know what? I didn't go this year. Oh. First year in... I can't count how many that I did not attend the Saturday event of uh, the Auction Napa Valley. Normally, that's my thing. I'm there. I do a show. It has come to be that time where there's just end of school stuff, and we had obligations to have school events going on, and I, I couldn't go, and th that had to take the priority. I did support the auction. We had participation in one of the live lots. Uh, Judd's Hill had e-auction lot. Of course, we donate wine there to be poured, so... I was there Friday as well, pouring wine at the big uh, Marketplace and Barrel auction, and that was a lot of fun. That's always a great event, and this was no exception. The weather was perfect. Great to see so many wineries, so many restaurants representing Napa Valley, and so many people coming in to enjoy the experience and support our community. So it's very heartening to see that. A couple things personally coming up next weekend, Mr. Lauren Mole, my old-time Hawaiian band, will be playing at Trader Vic's in Emeryville, Saturday night, June 13th, starting at 7 p.m. No cover charge. Come on down, folks. Come uh, have a Mai Tai at the place where it was invented. Did you know the Mai Tai was invented in 1944 in Oakland, California? You know, I heard something about that. It's true. Most people think of that as a, uh, well, it is a tropical drink, but most people think it's a like from the tropics. And there's, I've even seen signs in different restaurants and bars say, try our real Hawaiian Mai Tai. And I think to myself, you're liars. You're fakers because a real Hawaiian Mai Tai isn't Hawaiian at all. A real Mai Tai is from Oakland. Can you imagine? <laughs> from Oakland, California. Anyway, come try one of these original Mai Tais at Trader Vic's in Emeryville this coming Saturday from 7 to 10. We'll show you a good time. And then we're going to be playing again July 31st at the annual Yukapalooza at Oxbow. That's free also. That starts at 6 p.m. It's out on the river deck. Uh, the Mai Kai Gents, my band will be playing. Anybody who's got a ukulele is free to bring it to strum along or do kind of an open mic bit. And this will all benefit. Before I tell you what's going to benefit, I'm going to tell you also, besides the music, the different Oxbow merchants are going to have island-style specials. Food, drink, all kinds of cool islandy things. Retro Diva will be back with her vintage Aloha wear for sale. So if you don't have a shirt to wear or a muumuu, you can pick one up there and change into it. And it all benefits 
Voices, a great organization here in Napa. Now, how does a free show benefit them? Well, it's kind of up to them. I believe that they'll have a raffle going on with some wonderful prizes and whatnot. So come on out. That's July 31st at Oxbow. I think that's enough for now, right? I guess so. Anything else you need to get off your chest? I don't think so. <laughs> All right. You're looking, you're looking okay, like you're ready to go. Shall we start a show? Absolutely. Okay, sir. Let's introduce our guests, shall we? Sure. Okay, John. Our guests today are volunteers who certainly act like pros. Helping, supporting, and celebrating others is the path they chose. Do you reckon that they're community-minded? Well, you hit it on the nose. Each year, the event they co-chair grows and grows and grows. Will we hear their stories, along with some poetry and some prose? If it'll happen, it'll happen on Judd's Napa Valley Show, I suppose. When will this show start? If I keep rhyming, nobody knows. <laughs> Just playing, gang. Let's begin by welcoming Ian Stanley and China Rose. Hey, wow. Ian Stanley, China Rose Zamora, welcome. Thank you, you. Thank you. You have just <laughs> witnessed and been the subject of one of Lauren Mole's famous introductions. I'm that in was, awe. It's not something. No, that was really incredible. I need. Mean, can you call me every Tuesday morning and do something like that for me? <laughs> well, if I could just get your number. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Easy as that. I'll just give me your number and you'll. <laughs> Easy peasy lemon squeezy. That's Mr. Lauren Mole for you. I'm always happy to oblige. All right, Ian Stanley and China Rosamora, you two are the co-chairs of. Napa Valley LGBTQ Pride, which is coming up this very week. This it's, week, we made it. You done did it. It's, it's eight days. Let's see. Did I write down the quote? Eight days of 13 fabulous events. Yeah. Starting this Thursday. Yes. Let's talk about it. Give me a little, give me a little history. Give me the story. Give me, give me what's going on. Well, it's uh, Lucky 13, 13 uh, uh, events uh, to celebrate really 13 years of pride in Napa. So it started in 2003. And um, I hear the stories, you know, it was, it was basically a, a, a family picnic and a dance um, that very first year. And uh, just we talked to some of the volunteers that made that happen, and it it just sounds like it was it took their their passion and their um, you know networking and you know the support of the community to bring it all together, and they were just so amazed that you know it, it you know at the outcome the the mayor actually presented them with a proclamation that very first year. Yeah. Uh, it was you know what would you add about that first year? Any stories? Well, so I didn't get to go to the first year, so I didn't I didn't come out till ten years ago, so two thousand. So the the first one happened a few years before I came out. Mm -hmm. But I remember looking for community here in Napa and uh, was walking around downtown. And I remember seeing a Pride family picnic sign right in front of downtown Joe's and thinking, wow, that's really awesome that something like that's happen happening here. There's no way I'm going to it. <laughs> but, oh, really? Uh, you yeah. just wouldn't yeah, you just, feel comfortable? No, not at all. Not at the time. But I, it, it gave me hope to see something like that that was happening here. But at the time, no, there was no way I was... I felt safe enough to go to something like that yet. So I'm curious. So, I mean, obviously at that time you knew who you were and you felt that you, but you felt like you just couldn't be that in public. Is that, is that it? I mean, yeah, sure. It's, um, so I grew, I grew up here in Napa. Yeah. I was really connected to all kinds of things, Boy Scouts in my church. I, um, yeah. I went to St. Apollinaire's elementary school, even in the neighborhood, but for, I think mostly because in Napa being gay, lesbian, bisexual, transgender, 
for most of my life growing up here, it's very invisible. And mm. so it didn't even seem like there was a space here in the community. So I guess when I first saw that poster, that was the first sign telling me that, oh, there is space here in the community for, for folks like that. And I still hadn't yet put words to that in my, in my own head for my own identity. I see. And so it was just kind of just this the beginning time of me, me figuring out that I, that, that is me and that that's okay. And I'm welcome here in this community. Oh, how good. So how long did it take before you went to one? Uh, I think my first one was in 2007 or 8. Okay. 2008, maybe. Okay, great. Yeah. And something clicked. I mean, now you're the co-chair of the, of the, of the event. That's, that's amazing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm pretty community-minded. I mean, I was, a, I was a teacher here in Napa, um, a youth minister at St. John's Catholic Church. I've oh. been with Voices now for 10 years. And so uh, helping to run Pride, I've been involved in since the first one I went to. And... It's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of work, but it's really important to me to be making something like this happen here in the community. I would imagine uh, that it must be. What the, so the history of this, the goal of the first one was just to do something or what, what was in mind for, the, for this? Because it certainly wasn't this week long of 13 fabulous events. It was just, like you said, the picnic and there was a, a dance, right? Yeah, I think in the very beginning, the group that was running Pride was called the Unity League, Napa, North Bay Unity League, I believe at the time. I can't remember when they changed their name to yeah, Napa, I remember that Napa name. Unity League. Yeah. And it was a, a number of folks, um, some from the community, some who moved to Napa, but they were all LGBT uh, and some allies, I guess. Uh, I wasn't I wasn't there then, but they wanted to make something happen to celebrate the community and to celebrate visibility and to create more of that welcoming space here. So they had a family picnic one year and then they had a dance the next year. And those, that was the very beginnings of Pride in Napa. And they must have been very successful. I mean, if it's grown into what it is today. Yeah, I can't, I don't think we've been able to put together if there was one every single year since then, mm-hmm. but it has grown and changed. There was one one year where we did two weeks of events. Um, that seemed like too much uh, or a lot, actually, for us to <laughs> sustain that kind of wow, stuff. Wow, it was two weeks. Uh, yeah, and so we settled on eight days this year of 13 different events. And it, it's it's different than in other communities that a lot of people will ask, well, where's the parade or where's the day-long festival? Because that's what they're used to. Yeah. In Napa, we do it a little differently. We have a number of different events to reach all kinds of different folks that live here or visit here. So there's stuff for youth, there's stuff for seniors, there's events for uh, 21 and up and dances with alcohol, there's things that are no alcohol, and most of the events are low cost or no cost. Oh, that's good. Very accessible to really anybody who wants to come. Yeah, absolutely. It's a really a celebration of all of our community, including our allies. Sure. I, I, I would imagine anybody is welcome to come to any mm-hmm. of these events, right? Absolutely. Yeah. Okay. That's very cool. Has the purpose changed, the the goals of the event from that original to what it is now, or it's just kind of grown in scope? I believe that the the passion behind it is really just to bring people together, and that hasn't changed. You know, that was from the very first year. People just wanted to bring visibility to the community, wanted to, you know, invite others to to celebrate not only the, the unity, but also the advancements in the community, um, but also acknowledge the topics that we still need to work on in terms of uh, um, you know, legislation and and support. So I believe that 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 hasn't changed. It's just mm-hmm. more so the the visibility. You know, we get so so much support from local businesses now. You know, it, I spoke to a, a lesbian who has been in this community for a long time. The other day, she was she's in her sixties, grew up in Napa. I was just so touched by what she said. She she said, "I I love to see." young, you know, gay or lesbian couples out in in the community, just, you know, being a family, being a couple, like, you know, not even questioning that right to be out 
in Napa. And she said, I, I, I didn't have that growing up. And I'm just so proud to see that now. And I, I, you know, I can speak for myself, my wife and I, we don't even think about about that when we go out. And I just, I really honor what it took to get to that point and the fact that we have a lot of people to thank for that um, in building that. So I feel like if anything, you know, now in 2015, we just are celebrating that much more support, that much more visibility, and it we still have a long way to go, I would say. Yeah, I mean, I can really, I, I was going to say I can only imagine, I mean, I've got a little, a little bit of a taste of what it's like to be somewhat different, as our announcer mentioned in the very beginning. What did you call me? Your Jewish paisan? <laughs> My handsome Jewish paisan. Handsome, of course. <laughs> yes, thank you very much. I forget that. Um, you know, growing up in a small town of uh, St. Helena, as far as that went, I was the only, you know, identified, I guess, Jewish kid in the school system. You know, so I, I never really felt any anti-Semitism, thank goodness. But I was definitely a subject of interest to most people. Mm. Like, what are they doing for that? What is that holiday called? What is that? How does that work? You know, you know, scrutinized a lot. Not in any negative way, but it's just weird having yeah. people focus on you because of something that really doesn't have any bearing on them. But at least it was in a positive way. Uh, I think my bar mitzvah, someone in the community called it the uh, cultural event of the century, just because no one had ever been. <laughs> no one, you know. Yeah. I invited my seventh grade classmates and. So many of their parents called to say, can we just stand in the back, you know, just so we can see what it is? Like, wow. I just don't know what that is. So, I, I mean, I can understand scrutiny and being, you know, an object of attention. And luckily, it wasn't in any negative way. And I can only imagine what you're, this woman you were referring to must have experienced yeah. as a younger woman, just not being able to be who she is and who she exactly. was. And that's, that part I can only imagine is just a horrible, horrible feeling to just not be able to be the person you are. And everybody's um, story is different. And, and that's what I have loved about being the relative newcomer to the group here in Napa and getting to know the community through all of this planning for these events is really hearing everyone's story and, and you know, really honoring that for people and, and holding that space for them in terms of yeah. their their journey, what it took for them to get to where they are in terms of their comfort and, and visibility. And I can say my experience was pretty interesting. I've been a business owner here for six years, and I um, my wife and I were photographed. Uh, basically, it was uh, when we had our big uh, rally in front of um, the courthouse. Uh, this was two years ago to celebrate the uh, decisions about gay marriage here in California. Mm -hmm. We were photographed and on the front page of the paper. And oh. Here's my coming out to Napa, right? Like, I, I, there's no going back now. And I not, I, I didn't really feel um, worried or concerned about that. It just happened all at once. And I was, you know, that was actually a, a good thing, I think. You know, and now people, oh, you were on the paper. You know, uh, congratulations on your marriage. You know, I, I get that. So I, I've, I get that a lot. And it's just so nice to feel the support of the community. So it, it was actually a good thing as much as it was kind of a, Okay, if we're going to do this, it's, it's yeah. already out. <laughs> no, it's good to hear it was a good thing. Yeah. I can understand being a business owner, and at that time a relatively new yeah. business owner, you try not to be identified in any certain way. You just want people to come to you because sure. you have a good business, not because of a religion or a sexual orientation or gender or whatever it is. So I'm glad that it didn't affect you in any negative way. How is the 
How is the climate overall in Napa? As, as uh, China Rose was explaining, it's mixed. Uh, yeah. There are all kinds of people who feel open and free and carefree and love Napa as a home. And there are all kinds of people who love Napa as a home and experience a lot of struggle in, in their identity. We have kids coming into the Youth Center, the Voices and LGBTQ Connection Center, fairly regularly who are saying that their parents are struggling to accept them and uh, they can't talk to them about it and uh, feel pretty low about that you know mm. and there are people of all ages and all different experiences so you get the whole the whole spectrum of of experiences when we did it so i run lgbtq connection in addition to being a voluntary co-chair of the of this event with china rose and our team this year and we did an lgbt climate study and needs assessment a couple years ago in napa county had about 500 people respond to it mm. and it also was mixed on there i think I mean, there wasn't any super clear answer all across the board on how it is, but in general, people didn't say that Napa was exceptional or it wasn't terrible. It was just kind of somewhere in the middle. And there's and the, the biggest thing that came up was uh, this invisibility around being LGBT, that even with all the progress of having Pride now, uh, 13 years ago was the very first one. There are people who have never even heard of it, which is why it's great to be here talking to you about it so that people can hear that there is Pride events happening in Napa. And the uh, invisibility continues, though, so it's really important that we make it visible and it's a celebration of our community. Well, you know, I'm happy to, to help anything that, I'm not saying anything profound here, but just that helps, and I hate to use cliches, but it helps that kind of tear down fences. You know, I think people build so many divisions around themselves or their communities that anything that can just encourage acceptance or understanding, mm -hmm. you know, needs mm -hmm. to be talked about. You mentioned the visibility. So, you know, we're talking about it right now. Obviously, this week's worth of events are somewhat visible. You know, you're going to have PR and people out and about. But you're wearing right now, as we speak, in a a lanyard, and I think you're encouraging people to wear these. Let's talk about the importance of the lanyard. We actually have a very special one spe specifically for you oh, to, yeah? to don at our events. All right. We, Thank we you. figured you you needed to be in, inducted into the uh, as an honorary <laughs> <laughs> ally and in, in, in our events and uh, sure yeah. Yeah, so the, so the lanyards are... I, I, I mean, I was just going to say, this is the first year I haven't been hit up for a donation, which I always gladly make, <laughs> but you said there are not too many wine or alcohol-related... Is that it? There, uh, I mean, there are some sponsors, events that have wine and things, but, but most of the sponsorships are for all ages. Yeah. Okay, so, gotcha. Yeah. I mean, we'll, we'll always take donations, Judd. Oh, okay, okay. I thought maybe I... <laughs> I won't turn you down for a donation. to offend. Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, but go ahead. Sorry. So this is my special Ally uh, Pride lanyard. I like yeah. it. It's got a grapevine with a rainbow flag behind it. Yeah, so the lanyards are to help promote. So you wear it and people ask you, what are you wearing? <laughs> and then, <laughs> then you can explain that it's for Pride. Uh -huh. uh, and it's also a raffle ticket. So um, you get the lanyards for $5 and then so you can sport it and wear it uh, to the events or just around. But then also every single Pride event you go to, there will be a scanning machine, you know, kind of like your old fashioned library scanner. Mm -hmm. and, and you scan the raffle ticket at the events and get another free entry. And there's all sorts of prizes that local businesses and other folks have donated to us. There's some gift certificates for health and wellness related things. Um, see, now if I start listing them, I feel like I'm going to leave one of yeah, the yeah. important donors out. But, <laughs> Just go, but there's go gift on the cards website. And, yeah. I, I looked on that earlier. It's all there. There's some really great prizes. And the website is uh, NapaValleyPride.com. Yeah, and you also it. have a Facebook page under the same name. Yeah. All right. We're going to have to take a break. Right. But when we come back, we're going to talk about I think each and every one of the 13 fabulous events coming up, maybe we'll get to know a little bit more about you. And and actually, is this is this for me? This, yeah. That, okay, we're going to get into what little gift it looks like you brought as well. Okay, so 
We'll be back with more of Judd's Napa Valley Show right after these messages. At 1440 on your AM dial in Napa and streaming live around the world at KVON.com, back to Judd's Napa Valley Show. Well, thanks, Lauren Mole. You're welcome, Judd. Fabulous. That's right. Streaming anywhere in the world where internet, free internet is available at KVON.com. And then, of course, past episodes can be heard via the iTunes store. Just type in Judd's Napa Valley Show, subscribe to the podcast, and don't miss a one. All right, well, today we have a very cool show going on. We've got China Rose Zamora and Ian Stanley. They're co-chairs of Napa Valley Pride, a week-long celebration, eight days of 13 fabulous events starting this Thursday, June 11th. Before we get back into it, it looks like you brought me a, a present. Can we talk about this? This is I'm intrigued. What do you got there, well, Ian? Well, I didn't know if I was supposed to reveal this. This is for your uh, your goodies. Yeah, let's. Um, so, nice. so you want to talk about what this is? You want, I, I can see what it is, but there's got to be a story behind this. This is a... Uh, a I think the s- technical term is called re-gifting. Yeah. Um. <laughs> okay, I accept that. It's a Santa Claus tea light set. It's it's lovely. It is, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> so uh, we have for our... Uh, sen- so I run an LGBT seniors group, and we had a white elephant gift party. Mm. And uh, this was my prize at the at Christmas time. <laughs> okay. Uh, and I, so I donated it to our youth raffle bin because we we have this whole thing if the youth come to our group then they can they get a raffle ticket if they bring a friend well so the youth haven't wanted this since december so i thought it'd be a perfect contribution (laughs) to your to your goodies you had no takers (laughs) well it is lovely it is let's see there's a a full figured i'd say i don't know maybe not quite a how many inches tall i don't know six inches six seven inch tall ceramic santa claus Full from boot buckle to the tip of the jolly red hat uh, that you put a tea light in. And then next to him is a uh, maybe a couple inch high just Santa head. Yeah. Ceramic a, Santa head. It's a bodiless the, Santa head that yeah, you can put a Yeah, a disembodied Santa head you can put a tea light in. And it I'm comes gonna, with two tea lights also. Lovely in festive red. Yeah. it's You know, you don't want to give a gift and that requires batteries. So the tea lights come with it. Absolutely. It's brand name. It's holiday time provide your own fire the holiday time santa tea light set yeah i mean i really have no idea why no one wanted this so. i've i can't even imagine it's it is delightful uh perfect for your next holiday gathering or just to spruce up the holiday table well, and i'm willing to give this away do you mind no please shall we do, re-gift please do. your re-gift yeah and it's useful any time of the year really you don't need to wait till the holidays to use this no anytime you want to feel the 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 jolly saint nick spirit here what is. was that? Wasn't there a Christmas store in Yauntville forever that was like open year round? Like yeah, S. Claus. Yeah, that's what it was. Wow. S. Claus, where uh, Bricks Restaurant is yeah. now. Uh, maybe it came from there. Who knows? <laughs> so anyway, we've spoken enough about this. We have more important things to talk about. But you, dear listener, if you would like this holiday time Santa tea light set from the collection of Ian Stanley, that sounds like you're a famous designer. It is. It's my collection. Okay. I uh, love that you just said, dear listener, like there's one person listening. <laughs> We don't get ratings on this station, so that we might be the assume, case. We just assume there's one <laughs> listener. We've got at least one, I think. Because but this, but the station does get higher ratings. Nice. Than, than other stations. Yeah. That air Santa tea light giveaways. So let's give this away this because we've got important station. things to to talk about. The first person to tweet, you got to use Twitter. Use the hashtag JNVS for Judd's Napa Valley Show. Please also put at Judd's Hill, J-U-D-D-S-H-I-L-L. That's our winery's Twitter handle. That'll get to me immediately. So the first person 
to tweet that gets this delightful Santa tea light set. Let's move on, shall we? We've got eight days of 13 fabulous events to talk about in Napa Valley Pride. I'd kind of like to just kind of go down the list and have you tell me a little bit about each one. Sure. Here we go. It all starts off this Thursday, June 11th, with Q at the Q. This is the Pride kickoff. Let's talk about what's going to happen there. This is going to be a a great event just for people to get together, uh, mix and mingle, get to know each other a little bit, uh, get to learn about the whole calendar if they're not familiar with the other events going on, and just really, um, you know, be a part of the community and and have a good time. The Q is such a great uh, venue, and we're going to have some barbecue and some some cocktails if, if that's what you're interested in, but it's a great way to just get to know people. All right, so that's at the Q restaurant in Napa. No, it's Q at the Q. So the other Q, I don't want to assume anything. That's if you have questions. That's if you, uh, I'll let you. Yeah, actually, I, I was just assuming it was barbecue at the Me Q. Me too. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I was saying. But maybe it's the, you know, Q as in, yeah, queer question. I'm not sure. At the, that's a good like question. Or, or barbecue. Just simple as that. All we don't need to above. read too much into it. Just show up. <laughs> And that starts at 5.30 on June 11th at the Q. Next day, uh, Friday, there is a, uh, oh, a bonfire. Fogata bonfire at the LGBTQ connection. Yeah, so uh, that's at our offices. And Fogata is just the Spanish word for bonfire, or like fire pit in your backyard. And so we're going to have uh, a bunch of fire pits, a bunch of food donated by from checkers up in Calistoga. Oh, great spot. And it's basically just kicking back in the backyard. We'll have games. There is a surprise later that evening that it's a surprise i was just going to tell you the surprise but then it wouldn't have been a surprise (laughs) you almost got me (laughs) well we might only have one listener so it might not get out (laughs) uh but basically yeah 7 30 to 10 30 this friday at 780 lincoln avenue lgbtq connection in the voices building is a backyard bonfire night so come chill with us fun fun and saturday it looks like full day and night Oh, yeah. You've got to get up, you know, get a good night's rest so you can get it all in. But Saturday, starting at noon, we've got the Got Unity Pride Family Picnic, and that's at Crane Park in St. Helena near the Bocce Courts. So there's going to be uh, there's going to be a DJ. There's going to be free uh, food and drink, raffle prizes, um, it, bocce um, instruction if you've never played and want to get out there and check it, it out. It's the director of St. Helena's Rec. Yes, yes. Yeah. She's going to Parks and Rec yeah, will be donate giving her lessons. time. Bocce is serious in St. Helena. I mean, I say that with a smile on my face, but you don't joke about bocce in St. Helena. So that'll be good if you've got the actual director. And Crane Park, by the way, um, not exactly unique among Napa Valley parks, but in St. Helena, you can drink in the parks. I mean, so I imagine if somebody wants to have a glass of wine, is this going to be one of those events where you could have a little wine in the park? Yeah, absolutely. Isn't that nice? Yes, and it's for everybody. So definitely bring the family, bring the kids. There'll be, you know, activities for them. So it's it's going to be great. Love Crane Park. Okay, so that's during the day. We've got the picnic. And then Saturday night live meets Saturday night fever. Yeah, so if uh, if you're the type that needs a nap, I would squeeze the nap in the middle of there because that night is a brand new event to Napa Valley Pride. So we're having a combo. Uh, Saturday night live is the comedy portion. There's a comedy show, and Saturday night fever is a dance with DJ Rotten Robbie. So there'll be some com- uh, LGBT oh, comedians come into Napa, and then a, a Saturday night fever dance off uh, from 8 p.m. to midnight. I think the whole thing, the comedy show starts at six, and doors open earlier than that. You can get tickets at citywinery.com. Cool. That's a city winery. DJ Rotten Robbie always shows a good time throughout Northern California known put on the party oh yeah all right that'll be good all right then you can sleep in a little bit on Sunday 
Yes, we have a great event at from 11 to 3. Uh, this is Sunday, June 14th. We have a, a pride drag brunch. So it's going to be a variety show of sorts. We're going to have some dance, some music. Uh, Kristen Van Dyke is going to be playing. She's well known in the community for her great music. And then a lot of surprises. I'll just I'll put it that way. And I hear that uh, Richard Simmons might stop by. Oh, um, wow. Yeah. So we have we have a lot of good... swing to the oldies. Right. <laughs> It says drag brunch. Am I to assume that there's going to be some? Yeah, there will be performances happening. Okay. Yes. Absolutely. Yeah, and also because uh, the the some of the proceeds of that event will go towards local high school gay straight alliance clubs in support of the students on campuses here. So they're asking for us for people who want to enter a contest to bring your gayest high school picture, uh, <laughs> and uh, the winner there'll be a prize for the winner. <laughs> Can I ask, because I've gotten this, you know, throughout, you know, live people say, you know, either funny you don't or you do look Jewish, you know, that type yeah. of thing. How do you say, you know, you do look gay? Like, what's what makes a gay picture? <laughs> well, we leave that up to the imagination. Okay. Yeah. Okay. This is, and this is you bringing your own picture that you feel is that way. So this okay. is not about <laughs> Boy, <do laughs> determining for other people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, okay. <laughs> Well, I'd love to see what that is, just for my own edification. Like, what makes? <laughs> Please that? enter the contest. <laughs> okay. So there's... I probably have some, whatever that means. I don't know. Maybe you wore a, a you know really fabulous outfit to prom or something. That uh... that's good. Yeah. I'm always wearing fabulous outfits. Exactly. So there you go. <laughs> I'm known as quite the dandy in Napa Valley. So anyhow, and those tickets are available at City Winery as well, and you can even call to reserve a table if you're interested and get your whole uh, group of friends or family out there. My whole family is coming, so that should be interesting. <laughs> oh yeah, it's, it's $25 for the brunch prepared by a chef, and the $15 for bottomless mimosas that morning. Wow, and that's happening at? City Winery also. At City Winery. Yeah, it was originally at Carpe Diem, and we changed the venue because they're finalizing all the repairs post-earthquake, so we moved oh, the City right, Winery right, partnered right. with Carpe Diem to host this event, and it will be at City Winery. Okay, that's great. Wow, we're only to Monday. Oh, yeah, Monday. So China Rose was pointing at me because it's my event that I'm (laughs) hosting. (laughs) And Uh, you're on. So uh, another first for Napa Valley Pride, we're hosting a youth and senior intergenerational lunch. Earlier you were talking about sort of sharing the wisdom of the generations and the experiences of the past and Mm. the present. So we are getting our youth and our seniors together for a luncheon. Napa Valley Lutheran Church is very LGBT friendly and affirming. They're actually going to be putting up the church voted to put up the rainbow flag this year for Pride Week. Oh, wow. Uh, Then also invited us to use their space to host this luncheon. So it's a free luncheon for youth and seniors. We would like RSVPs so they can call me at 707-251-9432. That's at our offices. Uh, and let us know that they'd like to come to the Youth and Senior Inter- Intergenerational Luncheon. It's on Monday, June 15th from noon to 2. Uh, and we're going to have activities to share the wisdom of generations. There will be fun fun things happening uh, in addition, um, and free food. Great. And then that evening, Monday, June 15th, at the um, Black and White Center, which is the gallery side of Slack Collective on Pearl Street downtown, mm-hmm. uh, Napa, uh, we're having Night with the Stars, which is our youth pride dance. So um, that's one thing that wasn't happening in the early years was that they didn't have anything specific for folks under 21. And so we, for the last number of years, have had a youth dance for 20 and under. And so mostly high school aged youth attend that. And it'll be a lot of fun. It's sort of an Oscar (coughs) night theme event. And tickets are $10, but it's sliding scale. So if someone has any trouble paying that amount, we can work something out and and let them in for cheaper. We just want our youth to come and have fun. Give them access. Great. So Tuesday, we've got a, a full calendar as well. Let's see, f- at five, uh, from five to eight, uh, Pride Night at Oxbow. So this is, um, 
you know, their usual locals night, but we have a, the uh, pride theme. And uh, I, all I can say is that Oxbow vendors have been so supportive of us. And this is not the first year we've done this, correct? So um, just it'll be a great opportunity for everyone to um, get together and also just support the vendors that support us. Um, so uh I would say, you know, bring, come, if you haven't gotten a lanyard by then already, we'll have them for sale at each of our events. That's a great, you know, and a reminder that at every event, you know, you can scan your, your raffle ticket for one more chance to win one of those great prizes. Great, show up and have a chance to win. Exactly. Then after the meetup at Oxbow Public Market um, on Tuesday, June 16th at 7.30, we're going over to Mark Harold Wine Tasting Room next to the Oxbow. They are going to do a free wine tasting for us, and then 50% of sales that night will can go to LGBTQ Connections. So they're, they're donating to us very generously. Yeah, very. Yeah. Uh, so Wednesday, June 17th, um, all day we're having... All day. All day long. All day long, Wednesday. <laughs> um, Get a load of this, gang. Dine and donate at Mary's Pizza, So and then an ice cream social at um, Monarchus to benefit PFLAG. Monarchus, is that... They used to have another name, though, right? It's right next to Mary's. It's yes. that cool ice cream shop that makes all the exotic popsicle flavors. Yeah. and It's pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, so oh, I, I, think, that place. I think yeah. it changed ownership, which is why the name changed. But okay. the uh, the Mariposa folks are still making the ice cream to be sold now at Monarch. Oh, good, because so, yeah. I really like the ice cream and popsicles there. Great. So that's all day. Just go there, so You could just pizza. keep going back and forth all day <laughs> long until close. <laughs> But then you're also having specific meetup times. Yeah, you know. so between noon and two, we're encouraging people to come just so that we have, you know, a presence and, you know, can enjoy each other. And then between five and seven as well. So if you aren't make, able to make it between those times, you know, come at any time throughout that day. And we'll, the uh, benefits go to uh, PFLAG Napa. Also, Great. the PFLAG just told us, because they have apparently better connections than I do. So Andrew Rannells, a former star from the Book of Mormon and uh, also on HBO show Girls, oh. he is going to do a personalized autograph picture of himself to uh, someone who comes to one of those events. So once he, we figure out, I think they're going to do a random drawing of people who attend the uh, Dine and Donate during those meetup times. Oh, cool. And Andrew Rannells will autograph a personal uh, photo of himself for, for folks. How nice. Oh, and then Thursday, uh, June 18th, is our final event from 6 to 9.30, also at the Black and White Center, uh, uh, the backside of Slack Collective near the skate park. We're doing a film and art show. So they'll be having art from local artists, including some LGBT artists, and we'll be showing a feature film called Scene Visa, which was made with a local uh, a a gentleman who went to school here locally, Edgar Arturo Camacho Gonzalez. And it's about, uh, I don't want to reveal too much. I don't know what the official I'm allowed to share, but it's about an undocumented immigrant befriending another person. And there is an LGBT theme to the movie. Okay. Yeah. And that's kind of the big wind down, not really wind down, like, like that's actually a big thing. It's not winding down. That's the big cap. Yeah, that's the big the wrap cap up to of it the whole all. thing is the, that film. Yeah. Great. Well, I'm going to repeat the website once again. It's NapaValleyPride.com. Folks, you can get all the information to go to these events, the timing, the places, the prizes for the raffle are listed there. It is certainly uh, eight days of 13 fabulous events. <laughs> we are true to what we say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have, you, have you found any challenges, you know, putting this all together? Is this a big undertaking? What are... It's, it's a group of very passionate volunteers. I mean, every single one of us has volunteered our time, but we, we want to see this happen in Napa. And I, as I mentioned, you know, part of, 
part of this for me is has been getting to know the you know the community and I believe that's just as big a part of pride for me this year is getting to know um, each other through working together to put this together you know there are chairs for each of the events so they were responsible for gathering resources and and we were just there to facilitate that's kind of what I saw my role as this year is the facilitator of everything coming to fruition so it's been a lot of um, you know we've been meeting since March correct so once a week get togethers to discuss it all all get on the same plate <laughs> that doesn't seem like that much time if you I mean March yeah, we, is only we a should, couple months ago we should probably start earlier <laughs> well, I'm not saying that's that that's earlier just, than usual yeah. right <laughs> I'm impressed that you know in that short amount of time that you've been able to put together this you know slate of great events yeah some, sometimes I do get questions though if we've had any resistance to putting together the events or any um, I don't know pushback and we actually haven't we found a lot of local businesses and folks step up to either make donations to the raffle or allow us to host events in their venues. We've had a lot of people who, when they hear that Pride's going on in Napa, are very surprised to hear it's happening here because they didn't know and Mm -hmm. super excited to come join the event. So uh, I would say we haven't had much resistance that that I've noticed at all. Good. I'm I'm really glad to hear that. I I know you're getting some community support, too. Didn't Calistoga, the city, issue a proclamation? Um, yeah, Calistoga actually became the first city to put up the rainbow flag officially as a municipality. So they became the first city in the valley to do that. Yeah. Uh, it's going up on Thursday. Uh, uh to mirror Pride Week, so June 11th through 18th. Yauntville just approached me, their city manager, and said they'd like to do a proclamation in support of Pride also this wow. coming Tuesday night. Uh, and you'll notice that the downtown merchants in Napa also have put up the rainbow banners that they started putting up two years ago. Yeah, now what happened with that? I, I seem to recall there was some controversy. Some rainbow flags went up. Of course, some people thought it was great. Some people not so much. Did they didn't they come down again? So that was, that was in Calistoga. What, oh, really? I yeah. Well, what it now. what it happened was yeah, fill me in. I don't know nothing. <laughs> Showing my ignorance here. I um, so I I approached the city council and the mayor to put up the rainbow flag in Napa because a few years ago, prior when Oakland City Hall and a couple other city halls around the Bay Area put up the rainbow flag, I, people sent me messages and were. I had a couple people crying about how important it was to them and how amazing it was to see their local government put up a rainbow flag in support of pride and diversity and a welcoming community. So I approached our city. I grew up here knowing that, well, I would say our elected officials are not too famous for, uh, you know, jumping out and doing uh, doing things that they might consider controversial. Uh, and I got a lot of support one-on-one with folks, but then the city decided not to put it up for a vote and not to pursue any process to put up the rainbow flag. Maybe that's what I'm recalling. Yeah. However, what happened, what did happen was the, the merchants here in the city, uh, I think one of the council members uh, approached the businesses and said, hey, you know, the city's, we're not really finding a way to do this, but would you do it? And so the, the tourism improvement district and the downtown merchants of Napa decided to purchase the rainbow banners and put them up every June. So we have actually super visibility. There's 26 banners all on Main Street, 1st Street, and 2nd Street, which is uh, a lot more than just one rainbow flag over City Hall. So it was, yeah. it was really, really powerful. And uh, you can, if you search on social media, you can, people are taking pictures from around the world when they visit here. They take pictures of downtown Napa's oh, rainbow wow. banners and post them. Wow. Well, yeah. How about that? Now, you said you grew up here. Yeah. I mean, so this is, how about you, China Rose? Where, where did you, you know? A relative newcomer. I'd, I've lived here three or four years now. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, I was going to say, for somebody who's been here his whole life, this really must be astounding to see the change, to see the acceptance happening more and more, to see those flags up. Yeah, some of the stuff, and, and I part of it is I can't believe I'm 
doing it. I mean, you talked about when, you know, your photo in the newspaper, China Rose, how even though you were sort of in the place of like, all right, you know, I'm fine with it. There's kind of some little question maybe that comes in in your heart and your mind. (laughs) And I know that when Prop 8 was happening and and I was involved in some of the visibility around that, like marching in the street, I I used to be a Napa Register paper boy. And all I can imagine (laughs) was like, you know, folding the newspaper with my face on the front of it in a Prop 8 rally and not knowing how some of my family might react or not mm. knowing how, you know, some folks from St. John's when I worked at the church, how they, they might see me and, and what how they might respond. And so it is pretty unbelievable that it's happening in Napa. It sort of is, I wouldn't say shocking anymore that I'm doing it, but there's something about it that I'm still, I still get a little nervous. Uh, I'm not really sure how folks are going to react all the time. And I do receive a lot of support all the time and lots of love, even from my own family and other folks that, that see me doing the work. But I also, I get hate mail sometimes and I get some read other my mind. I was going to ask pretty, you, get the other side you know, discouraging comments yeah. uh, from friends or other folks. Uh, so from friends, you get discouraging comments. Yeah, not often, but it's happened uh, enough that when you asked me, it came to my mind right now. So. Wow. Yeah, I think I think Napa is sort of in this in-between phase. There's been a lot of progress and a lot of uh, increase in support and visibility and lots of love, and there's still a lot of work to do. You know, even in the schools and, and the work that I do at LGBT Connection to form community and to increase support and to advocate in nonprofits and everywhere, we're, we're finding that the invisibility and, and some hesitancy still, still persists. People aren't used to talking about it that much. No, that's apparent. Well, good for you for getting the dialogue out there and you know you're obviously both very you know supportive and nurturing people i can tell that just by your nature obviously but what you do for a living i mean with you with voices and the um lgbtq um, connection connection thank yeah. you very much you know supporting youth of all types and then china rose you have a whole wellness company i mean your yeah. job is helping people with their health i'm i I, i'm a nurturer that's what i do and i just love supporting people in in being who they are be feeling their best you know my wife and i own china rose wellness and that's what we are both passionate about so when i learned about the lgbtq connection and pride in napa i was like i'm all over it i just want to be there to support and facilitate and it's it's been a great experience for us well good good do you want to if folks want to know more about your wellness company maybe they would like to uh, get sure. your direction, your consultation? Yeah, I'm a nutritional therapist and herbalist, and my wife is a uh, personal trainer and wellness coach, so we, we support people from all angles. And ChinaRoseWellness.com is where you can find more information. Great, Thanks. great. And Ian, you want to give some plugs for voices? We didn't really talk about voices. Can you give the lowdown? It's a great... A great yeah. organization in and of itself. Yeah, Voices is about to celebrate their 10-year anniversary this November. We uh, are Voices is the first of its kind in the United States. It's an emancipation center for youth coming out of the foster care and probation systems. And the 10 youth who started it in 2005 sort of gave it this whole philosophy philosophy of, you know, if you're a youth who's not getting the support you need at home or if you just need a place to come to to find help in all kinds of things, education, employment, housing, legal support, immigration, relationships, medical care, dental care, spiritual health, all of those things, you can come to our center at Voices. 780 Lincoln Avenue in Napa. We're celebrating 10-year anniversary this year. There's now three other centers that were founded by Voices, Mm. one in Santa Rosa, one in San Jose, and one in Salinas. So there's a lot to celebrate. And that also is the birthplace of LGBTQ Connection. I was the 
director of Voices in Napa about five years ago, and we had a young person kicked out of her home by her parents for being transgender. And she came to the youth center knowing that we were, just like I was saying, we're a place that youth can come to if they need support. And once she was in the shelter and doing okay and volunteering for us at the reception, she was like, okay, so where's this Where's this LGBT community that people are talking about? Like, where's the fun things that are supposed to be happening? And there wasn't really anything going on in Napa, especially for young people. So she and I volunteered together to start a group for young people at Voices. And then that became LGBTQ Connection. And we have groups now for youth and for seniors. We work with hundreds of nonprofits around the community and all of the high schools and middle schools. And we're just about now to launch a family support program in partnership with PFLAG Napa. Yeah, folks can get more information by contacting me at lgbtqconnection.org. And they can also get information about voices the same way. Great. Well, on behalf of the community, thank you for providing a place where our youth will not get lost because that's a tragedy, certainly when they do. Before we go, I feel I know you are involved in many um, community efforts. You've you've probably talked to a lot of people, but I feel I don't know if you've ever been asked this question, but I'm just going to ask it and you can answer it or not. Totally up to you. But just know that we are on the air so people will hear. Do either of you go nuts for donuts? <laughs> if you have donuts, I'm going to freak out. I love donuts. Well, he's bringing a pink oh box to you right now, yes. Ian. <laughs> so we only got a little bit of time. Have a look. If there's a particular donut that speaks to you, I know China Rose, you said you're very into health and wellness. You might not. I'm gluten-free too, so I'm <laughs> sorry. <laughs> I thought about that. Do I need a gluten-free <laughs> vegan? I mean, I didn't know that, but I'm just looking through your website. Sure. But so, Ian, go ahead. Choose one of those. Yeah, yeah. This isn't a prank, is it? No, no. Those are real donuts from our, what'd you go? The Pink Glaze Rays. Wow. Yeah. Okay, so you've got 13 fabulous events. You have a pink glazed donut. Which it's beautiful. event are you taking that donut to and why? Why does the pink glazed donut go with this which event? Uh, let's see. The pink glazed donut, I think, mostly goes with the um, the Fogata bonfire because it's got like that. Uh, <laughs> well, it's really delicious. <laughs> it's making my mouth water. Okay, I really do donuts for donuts. Good. Um, I see and, that. Uh, there's a little, little bit flush of flush too. There's a little bit of fabulousness <laughs> happening here on this donut, and yeah. there's going to be a lot of fabulous happening in the surprise that happens at the bonfire that ah. night. Fantastic, yeah. Ian Stanley, China Rosamore. Thank you very much for joining us here today. It's been a pleasure. Thank you so much. Yeah. Thank Thank you. This is Lauren Mole speaking for Judd's Napa Valley Show, a Gillamar production. Judd's Napa Valley Show.